what did I do with my last five hours? Let's see. I was a dietitian, a housekeeper, a pediatrician. Yeah, that was a third degree boo-boo. A housekeeper, a sanitation engineer, a housekeeper. Good thing I have five hour energy to keep me going. What will you do with your next five hours? Plus infinity. Sorry. What about 
infinity times infinity. It's not complicated. Bigger is better. And AT&T has the nation's largest 4G network. What up, y'all? We are back. It is your boy, Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. I got to I gotta bring my man on, first of all. Let me, let me just go on state the pedigree, you understand? Because when you, when you start looking at comedians, and for some of y'all, this, gay, this guy may be popping on your radar. And if he is, you've probably been living under a rock for the last two decades. Uh, you know his work. Uh, you've seen him in Speed 2. You've seen him in Deliverance from Eva. You uh, know his words, the fact that he's written for television shows like All of Us, Till Death. Uh, and you know him as a producer and creator um, with uh, shows like the one we're going to be talking about, the mixtape comedy show, or his work with American Family Insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him on the line, Mr. Royal Watkins. What's up, Royal? You are my friend. I don't know none of the, I don't know the rest of the words. I'm, I'm about to go all Sylvester on you. What's up, Rodney Perry? Man, first of all, thank you so much for coming on. Y'all hear the man. His name is Royal Watkins. Go to the website, royalwatkins.com. You can check him out on Twitter at Royal Watkins. That's R-O-Y-A-L-E Watkins. And he's on Instagram as well, at Royal Watkins as well. And Look at y'all. Look at Facebook. y'all giving up all the social media. Giving it's up Facebook. all the social media, God dang it. The Let Facebook is Royal Perry. Watkins. The Facebook now, is Royal all, Watkins. Listen, all Royal Watkins. That's the wonderful thing about it is that I'm like just low enough on the radar that ain't nobody trying to snatch up my my social media tag. <laughs> you hey, know man, what I'm saying? You, you, They're available it. to me at this point. You, you got it on lock, Royal man. You, you are um you you're you're really one of my inspirations, dude, on a lot of levels and, and you know, we have talked, you know, you know, personally, you know, about our, our individual journeys. One, as a husband, you know, you're dope. As a father, you're dope. Hey, wait, wait, and, my, wait, I'm gonna just let you know right now, my husband's situation is very questionable these it's days. It's questionable. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this bad thing on lock. You can't tell me my kids will throw rocks at you you say something bad about me, but the wife, she kinda in and out, you know what I mean? I know, right? You you know what I always say, you tell me what you think about this. I I I was a great dad from day one. I've had yep. to learn how to be a decent husband. Process, homie, is a process. Yeah. These these chicks on social media is not making it easy for you, boy. Some of these tweets is coming. <laughs> the, to this the, the twerk, the twerk mixes don't help. Hey, listen, the twerk mixes don't help, and you know some of the, I mean some of the stuff that's coming directly at me. My wife, you know, my wife is a social media expert. What people don't understand is that you know they may as well send this stuff to her first because she yeah, can get it yeah. regardless. Let her vet so, it out. You know, I'm trying. I'm listen. You, you know. I'm trying, I'm trying to get my life together. That's all I'm saying, Rodney Perry. Well, well you're definitely doing that, man. You, you, you're a comedian and uh, a great comedian. Uh, you're a writer. You're a producer. Bless your words, Rodney Perry. Go on with it. Bless your words. Keep on going. Uh huh. Which one? Which one of which one of the hats that you wear do you like wearing the best? Um. You know what? You know, it's always the stand up is always gonna be my first love. That's my baby right there. You know what I mean? The stand up always, like day in and day out, I live and breathe to be able to step on stage and share these 
mediocre-ass jokes I meet with the people and have them respond to them so that I can go on home and feel good about myself. So to stand up first, but there's something to be said for, you know, the acting thing is still, you know, really, really uh, gets me excited. And, um, you know, and then as I've transitioned and gotten the opportunity to write, you know what I mean, again, like you said, started with all of us, transitioned until death, then are we there yet, the award shows and so on. Like, and now I'm um, out pitching a show uh, with myself and Mario joining where I'm taking the show out, trying to get it set up, and then I'm writing another show based on my relationship with my wife and the kids and everything. So that's exciting. And then, you know, on top of that, I'm going tomorrow down to the, um, to the L.A. Live uh, complex to, to look at producing another show for, for Centric. And, uh, and so I, I enjoyed them all, but, you know, the stand-up, you know, that's, that's like that's my baby right there. You know yeah. how we do this thing. You know how we go back to the, you know, when you and I used to get down and you was at the, the casino and I would come through and sit and wait to, to get on, you know what I mean? We live for that, Rodney Perry. Wow. That's us. Very true. Hey, y'all, uh, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Mr. Royale Watkins. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more with Royale, and we're going to find out. Royale is raising some money, and we're going to see if we can help over here on the Rodney Perry Show. So y'all stay right there. We'll be right back with more Royale Watkins, y'all. Listen up. I made the mistake of um, trying to do something to my wife sexually uh, well, the, other day, the other day that I used to do to one of my ex-girlfriends. Like, I, made, I actually was like, whoa, I tried to choke my wife while we was... <laughs> like, I put my hands on her. She's like, what, what is wrong with you? Get your hands off of my neck. Do what? You have never put your hands around my neck. When did you choke me? No, no, you never choked me. That's a lie. That is a lie. I told you when I was a third grade, a little boy named Bobby still tried to choke me. We had to press charges on him and his family. So I know damn well you did not try to choke me before. You, you haven't even seen me wear a damn scarf or a tie. So that is a lie. See, that's the problem with most brothers. Most brothers, we think we're so damn athletic. We think we're so intuitive. We think we're so slick that we can just grab something and go into it. Like, you know, brothers, we the, we the main ones. Like, white dudes to read instructions for stuff. Like stuff that don't even need instructions, like, you know, bowling. A white dude would go Google bowling and be reading up on it and the ball and the spin and the centrifugal force and then the white would do this and, and the release. Your brother's like, give me the damn ball. And it'd be a whole with him talking about that. that was pretty good right there. Hey, y'all, stay right there. We come back more Rodney Perry Live. Hi. You are not going to believe this. I bought Pepsi Next. What's Pepsi Next? It's the new cola from Pepsi. It's got real cola taste, but 60% less sugar. Real cola taste. 60% less sugar? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Pepsi Next. I know. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but this is the most impressive mm. thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> I've never had anything like it. My parents are going to... Yeah, they're going to be so proud. Introducing Pepsi Next. Drink it to believe it. Are you getting this, honey? Going viral. Hey, it's Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We are back in full effect. You can't talk to Royal Watkins, first of all, without, you know, just respecting his body of work as a comic. 
But man, Royal Watkins, the producer, you know anybody that that. Well, let me give you this before I go on, Royal. You are Talk probably the only comedian that can call me for a gig. And let me let me let me be clear. What let me tell you why I say that? Because generally, when a comic calls me, some kind of way a promoter has got to him. And now the comic is undercutting my normal price because right, of our right. friendship. Right. 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 And the promoter right. is using that guy to get, you know, the friendship price for me. While not even, maybe not even breaking that dude off. Right. I know when Royale Watkins calls me, the business is going to be above board. And that it's going to be a first class event. So... You are probably one of maybe two comics that can call me with any gig. Period. So well, that, I know that being the case, I, listen. If you say all that, I mean, I got something for you next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. <laughs> you got me coming. <laughs> listen, man, don't tell me man. that, bro. I'll put your ass right to work, Rodney Perry. Hey, you know, you know, I, I'm a fan, man, and I, I'm really as as I mature as a comedian and start looking at, at our deficiency as comics, you know, that on yep. the grander scale, our deficiency is that we don't create. You are a creator. Um, talk to me about that part of the, the process, that part of the creative process for you when you're creating listen, not only listen, uh, writing but creating shows. Listen, Rodney, look, it's me, man. It's me and you. I know this is a radio show, but let's, you know what I mean, let's have a real conversation. Let's tell them, you know, that you and I have been grinding in this thing from day one yeah. and uh, and that we're friends, you know what I mean? And yeah. the reason that I can reach out to you is the same reason that you can reach out to me because we've established a relationship where we understand the most important thing in this whole game is, is these relationships. Yeah. So for me, when you start talking about the reason I can call you and ask you to do a gig and you not question what it is is because there's a certain integrity that you and I have uh, because we've been doing this long enough to know that that integrity goes a long way. So for me personally, it's like I know that, you know, uh, it's important for me to be able to create opportunities for me to share because this thing is not just about me. It's about us, and that's about us being able to sustain a platform so we can continue to deliver content to these people sitting in these seats that need to have their life experience elevated with some laughter because this thing out here right now, people are going through so many different emotional states with the challenges, whether it be political, whether it be the police system, whether it be the failed economic system that's always trying to pressure, whether it be this this, uh, corrupt jail system that's yanking people off the streets and putting them in jail for profit. You know, people are going through something. So we as comedians have a responsibility to try to lift the life experience into something other than you know, these, these states of emotions that are, that are pushing people to the edge of society and many of them, you know, causing them to, to jump and drive, you know, uh, minivans into to the ocean with kids in it. You know, we have a real responsibility. So I don't yeah. take, you know, when I work re-engineer this thing backwards, I can't afford to put my relationship with somebody like you who has a radio platform, who has a stand-up platform, who has reach, who has integrity. I can't put that at stake. I can't, you know, risk that. So, you know, I work as a conduit between now, as a producer, between the network and my fellow comics. You know what I mean? This is a fraternity. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
when I call you, you know whatever the number is is the number. And I've had comics say to me, I get comics, you know, money, put money in their pocket, and there's some numbers that they ain't getting everywhere else. And I pride myself on this. And cats come back to me and say, oh, man, how much you need? Like, I'm like, what? Like, how much you need off of what you just gave me? I'm like, listen to me. I don't do that. Wow. What I gave you is what you were supposed to get. What I'm getting from the network is what I'm supposed to get. What your money is, I mean, that's your business. Don't try to give me anything back because that's the beginning of a breakdown in the system. And once that hey, system uh, breaks down, then the, wait, wait, then the people sitting in the seats get cheated. So, so wow. that's really who gets cheated. Man, you're, you're, let's have you're, a real conversation, Rodney Perry. Let's let's let give the people what they want, man. We we giving it to them, baby. Now, this is the thing, Royal. You, 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 I, I really want to be clear though, because you're creating shows, and when you're creating shows, you're not only creating opportunity for yourself, but you're creating opportunities for other people. Um, mixtape comedy show. I remember so vividly. It was just you and Anthony wilding out on Facebook. I don't even think Anthony had any Twitter followers at the time. You know. Well. And, and now. You know, how many years later? Five years later. Five years and counting. Five years later. Let me, let me, let me, can I give you Can I give you the real story with this mixtape? Give me the history. Thing? Give can me I the history. You, let me, let me, I'm going to give you and your listeners the real story. The truth of the matter is, at the time, five and a half, six years ago, I went through an experience where I had a little bit too much money in my pocket. And, Uh-oh. you know, I thought that I was doing some big boy things, went out and bought a big house, went out and invested in five other houses with some partners and started putting money in the big house, and the market changed, and I lost it. Can you How you spell all? A-L-L? I yeah, spell all yeah, every damn thing. I lost it all. Wow. My money, wow. kids' money, bank money, everything. So I went from Rodney Perry 195 pounds to 161 pounds and was emotionally wow. sick. Wow. I mean, emotionally sick to the point it was like, man, if I could find a tall enough building to jump off of, I'm going to go ahead and take that first step. Right? Okay. So I'm going to fast forward to a conversation. I had some friends invite me out. My wife was like, you got to get out. You know what I mean? Because we isolate ourselves. There's so many people out here going through, you know, financial challenges, foreclosure, yeah. divorce, these things that isolate us. They make us emotionally feel like we can't be a part of the rest yeah, of the yeah, world. You, you feel like you're the only one. Away. Yeah. We feel like we're the only one. We don't want to talk to nobody. Then nobody wants to help. Nobody wants to share information. Nobody wants to be honest. Transparency is our greatest asset, and that's the thing I learned through this experience. My, my youngest son asked me, Dad, can you take me outside and play? And I realized in that moment I have to be here. I have to be present for him. The money mm-hmm. is just one. That's a resource, but that's not life itself. So in yeah. that moment I decided I need to, to do some things for myself. Wasn't nobody giving me nothing, right? I wasn't on nobody's radar. So I went to Anthony, my friend. He was in New York at the time doing Law and & Order, and I said, hey, I want to do a show. I need to do something. Will you come on board? He said, whatever you do, I got you. We were on Facebook goofing off. That's where it started. So I was like, well, right. we're going to get Facebook. We started joking back and forth. The people said, okay, y'all go ahead and put up a show. We're going to support y'all. We put up that first show in January of 2009. We had no street promotion. It was just me and Anthony goofing off back and forth. We packed Gotham Comedy Club. Right. Right? 
people were like, oh, y'all should do this every week. I was like, I'm in California, Anthony in New York. We can't do this every week, but we can commit to once a month. In between the January show and the February show, me and Anthony goofing off again, did this silly rap battle. People online was like, oh, y'all should do that at the next show. Wow. The next show, Kango Kid is at the show. He comes on stage. We're trying to make it official. He starts performing. Roxanne, Roxanne. We just happen to record everything on the security, the overhead camera in the club. I go back and look. I was like, man, we got a comedy show, we got a rap battle, and we got a performance. Yeah. I moved those pieces around. We had a DJ, and that became, you know, the format to the mixtape comedy show. Now, over the course of five years, five and a half years, the X factor has been the fact that the fans, the consumer, the fans, have been involved from day one telling us what they thought about the show, what they yeah. liked about the show, how they wanted to help push the show, and they've helped. They've been the, the, the producers. They've helped us fine-tune the show. Now Anthony's transitioned to go do what he's doing. He's, you know, obviously moved on to some other platforms. He has a show that he's in the deal to get made. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. And five years later, we're in a position where the fans are like, yo, we're ready for you to expand this thing and do a special. Got it. So I was like, okay, we're going to take that on. We're going to do it, though, with the consumer, with the fans. So that's why we're here talking about this Indiegogo campaign that we're launching to raise funds for the Mixtape Comedy Show special. The campaign now, now how, how, does, how does Indiegogo work, man? I mean, I, I don't, I'm not really familiar with that platform. How does it, it work? So, so a lot of people, much they, more people here, Kickstarter, or, mm-hmm. you know, but it's a crowdfunding service. So that means the public has the opportunity to donate money to a cause that they believe in that they want to help make work. So what most people do is they say, here's the thing that we're trying to get done. You put up some video component that explains it to everybody, and for their donation, you make a commitment to deliver certain goods or services to the people who donate at certain price points. So, like, okay. people can donate anything. They can donate $1. They can donate $5, $10. You know, it all goes towards the production of the mixtape comedy show. I'm not taking any salary. I'm not taking a fee, not one dime, nickel, or penny for what I bring to the table. It's all going into producing the special. So at $10, people will get a copy of the show. They'll get a digital download version of the uh, at, you know, $20, they may get a T-shirt at 30 you know, and goes on going. It's all laid out yeah. on the service. If they go to Indiegogo and for mixtape comedy special, it's all there, or easier. They can go to royalewatkins.com, and the button is right there on my page. So your your goal as it stands now is 50000 and you have 26 days to get there. Yeah, I think maybe now I have maybe about 24 days um, to get there. But, you know, we've made a nice little dent. I think we're up at, at, over the course of about four or five days, you know, alone by myself, I pushed this thing up to about seven, eight thousand $8,000. Wow. So uh, you're, the first, you're the first phone call, brother, and I'm hopeful that your folks will come on. Listen, I'm the guy that everybody knows. They'll see me. People don't know my name immediately, but they get excited when they see me. They go, oh, that's the dude from Deliverance from Eva. He played the gay dude in Deliverance. Or that's the dude from Death Jam that had the gun in the back. And so yes. people make the connection, and then they see what I'm doing and building this stuff from scratch. This is the exciting part. We didn't have this available to us 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You know what I mean? 
So now with all of these new tools and social media, you can reach out to the fans, man. They kept us separated. Remember, Rodney, years ago, we didn't have yeah. this access. They kept exactly. Us, there was a big wall, and they said, look, if you want to get to the fans, all these companies said, if you want to get to the fans, you've got to go through me, and we're going to take a, a, a nice little chunk of everything for that. And the chunk was 90%. So now, wow. you know, that's why I get excited to call into your station. This is your thing. You building this. Exactly. Man, hey, hey, your your investment will be safe. Go to the Indiegogo campaign. Go to royalwalkins.com. You can see uh, the mixtape comedy sizzle reel. Uh, this guy is no stranger to producing from the Century Comedy All-Stars to Stand Up for Family that I was a part of one of those seasons for that as well, which is one of the dopest, uh, uh, you know, stand-up shows that, that you know, I'm just, I'm just so proud of that that particular piece, man. And uh, Listen, it's just, man, it's just I pride myself. I pride myself on the quality and value of production that I'm, I'm bringing to, to not just comedy but comedy and music. But comedy specifically because, you know, I'm in the fraternity. You know, I have a relationship with you. I know what you do. I know what your strength is on stage. And I know how to be so selfless that when I step in that, that in a room as a producer, I want to make you look the best you can possibly look and be the funniest you can be for the people sitting in those seats. I work for two people. I work for you as a comic, and I work for the consumer, the fans sitting in those seats. So, you know, I, this thing is not to be taken for granted, man. We have a huge opportunity to change lives. You yeah. know, when people go to this campaign, they can donate anything. Don't feel the pressure of donating $1,000 or $100. If you got $5, I would take $5. I had a woman who's in San Jose who died of cancer send me a donation of $100. I said, listen, wow. and it was at a moment where I was like, man, this is going to be tough. I don't know if I can do this. I had a, a seven-year-old kid, my man Ronnie L. Shaw, his seven-year-old son, a picture on my Facebook page of this kid sitting at the computer, donated sixty-five dollars. A seven-year-old. Wow. Awesome. That's awesome, dude. Anything to do. That's awesome. Listen, it all matters. I said, it all matters, man. You know, it all matters. It, it, it all matters. It's the mixtape comedy show. Do yourself a favor. Pull up the links. Go to YouTube. Uh, I, I I know one of one of one of my highest rated videos on YouTube is me and Anthony at the mixtape comedy show. No, so, listen, brother. Listen, man. Let me tell you something. If you ever do a full flip like that on that stage, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rodney Perry. Let me tell you something, man. You one of the hardest working men in show business, brother. I, I swear, I put this on everything. I take my hat off to you because I know what your hustle is. I know how hard you worked out here to establish what you established, and I know where you're going. You know what I mean? Just like there's some cats out here, man, that's just working so hard and so talented and doing everything the right way, man. You got so much integrity. You got so many cats out here that respect you. You know what I mean? And that respect goes a long way, man. You got cats that's looking up to you, Rodney Perry. Hey, man, that's because I respect the game, man. And, and you know, to to to, to have – this 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 what I this why I fuck with you, Royale. And I, I you we, we you say, Rod, let's keep it real. Let me keep it real. Oh man, I didn't know we could cuss. Shit. Oh yeah, come on, dog. Let's go then. Let's have a motherfucking conversation. <laughs> this changes every motherfucking thing. Motherfucker. Come on now, Rodney Perry. Let's, dog, let's motherfucking no, no get the real deal. No bullshit, Royale. This this why I fuck with you. I'm gonna tell you why. Because when I was a a, a, a freshman in comedy. And you were a senior, you didn't 
you didn't treat us like underclassmen, even though you 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 deserve the respect of an upperclassman, and but it was so many of your classmates that were really like assholes. And, oh yeah, I mean I get that. Yeah, and yeah, so, you know, but... and I've noticed throughout the journey that you are always that dude. You're always the one to stop a guy and say, hey, man, that's a great thing you're doing, but here's a better way to do it. Hey, man. And and, and that is invaluable because sometimes a young comic, all he wants to do is, is, to, is to talk shop. He just wants a, some game. So, you know, a lot of the reasons why I move the way I do is because of cats like you that wasn't, uh, that, that said, hey, Rod, try it this way. And and so I appreciate that. Hey, let me just say this real quick. Uh, I don't know how much time we got, but I got a whole lot of conversation for you, and I don't want to cut off anybody else's opportunity, but I'm going to say a couple of things. We're all in this together, right? I really believe that I am a different human being today um, for the experience that I had when the universe said, you know, uh, let me take all of this money out your pocket so I can get your complete attention so that I can realign your life with your purpose and have you reinvest yourself in the reason you're here. Now, the reason I'm here, this whole entertainment thing, that's just, you know, that's the, uh, that's the paint job on a vehicle. If you pull right. the cover off this thing, it really, is about, it really is about determination. I mean, this whole thing for me is about determination. It's about getting to that point in your life where you have nothing else, nothing. When I say nothing, I mean I was at the point where, you know, where it's like, okay, we have to figure out how to go get some public assistance. And, you know, you got to give your fingerprints. And I just like, yo, I can't be taking my kids through the process of getting fingerprinted to try to put food on the table. i got to make a, a, a life commitment. People say they want something, man, and they want to try to achieve stuff, but they're not willing to put their life on the line for it. Wow. I'm willing to put my life on the line for this comedy, man. I've slept in the airport. I promise you I put this on everything. Brother, I didn't slept in the airport to make this mixtape comedy show happen. And because I was so transparent, this is the thing, man. This is why transparency is the, is the key. Is because I was so honest, I didn't pretend to be something other than I was. You know why? Because right. what I learned is that people were hungry for the truth. And so when, when you're busy pretending to be something, you block the opportunity for you to become the biggest thing that you can become. The pretending gets in the way of the opportunity to become your bigger self. So wow. when I was on Facebook and on Twitter and telling people, yo, I, don't, I need to stay somewhere in New York, or I need a way to get, or I need a buddy pass, guess what happened? People were like, oh, I respect what this dude is doing. I respect the fact that he's being honest with us. So, yeah, I got a buddy pass. Or, yeah, you know, I got a hotel hookup for you. I'll put you up. And guess what? Five years later, when I go to New York, I don't pay to stay in a hotel. I've been flying the last three years. I stay in a hotel, don't pay a dime, just because the person that manages the hotel was following what I was doing and said, yo, I got you. I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing, right? So another woman, a woman following me said, yo, I have all these miles when I used to work in corporate America. You need to fly from L.A. to New York to do your show? She said, shoot me an email. I'll use my miles to fly you. Awesome. You understand this? Yeah. So during the time, that's invaluable. The cost of a ticket, the cost of a hotel, yeah. there's no way I would have been able to sustain this thing for five years if I was incurring those fees. But because right. I was transparent, 
then the universe will say, oh, I'm going to throw some people your way that's going to help you make this happen. So I'm saying all of this to say that entertainment is the vehicle by which I'm trying to deliver information so that people out there listening, anybody that's listening to me right now within the reach of my voice that's going through something that has them in a space where they feel like they need to push themselves back, don't. Come forward. Step up and, and push. Get out of that. Keep going through. So that's why I'm here. It ain't just about the jokes. It's to be able to share life experience so that everybody understands we're all in this together. You're not alone. I don't want to preach on your show, Rodney Perry, but I do Amen. want to do is reach some folks with more than these jokes. The jokes is just a vehicle so we can reach people. I'm here to change lives, man, whether they laugh, whether they cry. Whatever they want to do, we're going to do it together. But I don't want to see people suffering. I'm tired of this. Hey, man, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's a great place for us to close out. Mr. Royale Watkins, uh, the Indiegogo campaign is in full effect. You can be a part of the website. They would go to royalewatkins.com and Mm -hmm. donate anything they can donate. And please, if they want to shoot me a message, all of the stuff, they can sign up for my email blast. They can reach me. And if they're going through something, I'll reach back and send them a few words back or whatever. But Rodney Perry, first and foremost, I want to thank you, brother. You know, I love you to death, man. God bless you and your family and your staff and your folks, one in particular over there. Um, Man, I just appreciate you so much for allowing me to use your platform to try to reach some people. And, you know, if you need me for anything, brother, if I got to jump on a Razor scooter to get down here to where you are, you know, all you got to do is shoot me a message. My man, he's at Royal Watkins on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You guys, be a part of this this vision, this journey, uh, royalwatkins.com. Any amount is appreciated. You know what I'm going to do for y'all? I'm going to let y'all listen to the commercial. Royal got a, a commercial. What? You better ask somebody. Hold on. What Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Let's make history. Let's make history, people. They, they, that's the thing, Royal. You, that's, what, that's what I like. Let's make some damn history, man. Let's, Let's make history, make man, from scratch. Rodney, from scratch, from joke to special to series, who's ever done it? Let's make history. That's this. Listen, we're making history. Hey, say no more. Hey, y'all, that's Royal Watkins. I'm Rodney Perry. You listen to Rodney Perry Live. Hey, it's your man, Royal Watkins, writer, actor, producer, comedian, and I'm here with a question. Whatever happened to all of the groundbreaking stand-up comedy shows? Remember when you couldn't wait to see who the featured comic will be on Showtime at the Apollo? Or when you rushed home to catch your favorite comedian on Deaf Comedy Jam? Remember all the hilarious comics you were introduced to? Come here, girl. That'd be like trying to give a whale a Tic Tac, mother It wouldn't work. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you, mother But we're not going to have that problem tonight, are we? Well, the Mixtape Comedy Show is the next platform. Once a month for the last five years, I've flown 3,000 miles from my home in Los Angeles right here to New York City to produce my dream. A mixed platform of comedy and music with a live band and New York City's most dynamic DJ, all hosted by me. We feature some of the top comics from around the country. It's a show where, like, all different kind of comics come in, and they just all funny from all different walks of life. You have to see it to really understand what it is. Sprinkled in some old-school hip-hop. Hey! 
managed to throw in a few surprises. So I'm here to ask for your help as we go from a monthly comedy show to producing our first broadcast comedy special. Our goal is simple, $50,000 in 30 days. That's right, 50000 in 30 days. And we can do it. We got some really amazing prizes in exchange for your donation. Free digital downloads of the special, autographed t-shirts, posters, a VIP table for four right here to our show in New York City, your name in the credits, don't you want to be on the screen? Hell, if you donate enough, I'll kiss your black ass. And if you're white, I'll kiss your black ass too. But we need you to donate. $50,000 in 30 days is not going to happen by itself. First thing I need you to do is make a donation. That's you donating. Go ahead. And now, after you donate, I need you to share this. Donate and share. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you're on the usher board at your church, if that plate come past and you can stick your hand in and grab some money out to donate, this is a good cause. If you're out there selling weed, that's illegal. The least you can do is tell them about this campaign for the mixtape comedy show. No donation is too small, but we all know as they say, bigger is better. I don't know who said that. It wasn't my wife. But donate. Look, I built this show for you. Mixtape comedy. The model has always been the same. Quality entertainment at an affordable price for the people who matter most. That's you. Mixtape comedy, baby. Let's build something great together. Yo, RoyalWalkins.com to donate. This is your boy Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. Up next, comedian. He was on my show this season. Man, he had a fabulous set. Mr. T. Ray Sanders, man. This guy... This guy's story is incredible. Y'all stay right there. It's Rodney Perry. And to me, y'all seem like there's a lot of things in life that don't add up and don't make sense, ain't it? Things we don't need. Things we can do without, like algebra. What you need algebra for? You can't use it no more after you done graduated. And then a person here tonight that went to the grocery store and bought a pack of hamburger that cost pi r square to the third power. Y'all ain't never bought a pair of geometry pants or paid a fraction of your rent. <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, he was on my show, Off the Chain, this season. But, man, this, this man's story did not start with Off the Chain. He's been doing it for many, many years. And just a, just a real funny, down-to-earth cat. Welcome to the show, Mr. T. Ray Sanders. What's up, T. Ray? Right, now, what's up, bro? What's up, boy? That, that's kind man. of right What's up, boy? What's up, boy? Hey, man, thank you so much for coming on, man. I reached out to you, and I, and I appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to pop on the show. You can check his website out, thomasraysanders.com, or you can check him out on his Twitter. He's at Mr. T. Ray Sanders. That's M-R-T-R-A-Y-S-A-N-D-E-R-S. And uh, on uh, Facebook, he's also Comedian T. Sanders. T. Ray. Man, you've been you've been working, and you are one of the stories I tell when people start glamorizing what we do in terms of the role, because you had a horrific experience on the road, man. Can can we talk about that, bro? Bro, I'm ready when you're ready. I, they need to hear this, bro, because they don't see the so, behind I the scenes. So whenever you, I'm I'm ready for you. First of all, just. For anybody that's listening, I mean, uh, as comedians, 
our lives kind of look glamorous. I mean, you might see us on television. You might see us working a movie. Uh, but the reality is we work many years on the road before you see any of that. And so the road can be any number of things. It could, you could be playing a small theater. You could be playing a comedy club. Um, and the accommodations, sometimes you just got to take what they give you, depending on where you are in the game, respectively. Right. And right. and 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 those those accommodations vary. Your hotel might be cool some days. Sometimes they send you a limo. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you 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 know they they say what's on your rider. Sometimes they say hey take this little money and get out of my face. <laughs> uh, right. And and what happened with comedy in the nineties and even now is that it became a way for unscrupulous characters to launder their money. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. so right. the cat that was making money on the street, he would put up a comedy show. Right. You know now, you know all That's I'm trying fine. to do is feed feed my family. So I go, mm-hmm. but now I'm working for a gangster, murderer, killer. I don't even know. Right. So um, the road is not as glamorous as it looks. Uh, Mr. Sanders, fabulous comedian, uh, been banging it out forever. Uh, Take me back, before we go there, take me back to Thomas, little Thomas, singing in the church choir. <laughs> well, that's how I've always been on, on stage, uh, Living Water Baptist Church in High Point, North Carolina, singing on the choir because of, not because I could sing, because I had a loud voice. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> just loud, and, you know, so what, we're going to put, put them up here. No alto, no tenor, just sing loud. Uh, high school drama class, middle school drama class, talent shows, uh, show choir, concert choir in high school because of my loud voice. College, Livingstone College, all four years. Well, first of all, let me go to high school. All four years in high school being most humorous. You know, me, I wanted to be best looking or best dressed. Yeah. You know, I wanted the most girls, but they picked me to be the most funniest every year, but I wanted the best dressed award. Same thing right. in college, Livingstone College, most humorous every year. Uh, then you know I'm the I'm that guy that cracked on the back of the school bus all the time, cracking on people. Right. Every time I see him, cafeteria every day. So one of my boys, I got started in comedy. One of my boys, Sylvester Smith, love him to death. Uh, you know, made me or asked me to be in the Death Comedy Jam competition, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, War uh-huh. Memorial. I competed against you know my boy, you know Willie, Earl Underwood. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They had material. I won because of uh, I didn't have no material. I won because of Jonah. Oh what? <laughs> I won off of Jonah cracking on people. Wow. I told yeah, I told one. Do you remember? Man, so Do you small. remember what you I said? said? Your head so small you can sleep on. I said your head so small you can sleep on a tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> you better stop washing your head in hot water. You're shrinking your head. Oh. You can look for a keyhole with both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid, man. I was just joining, man, and won. Wow. And, and I won $100, man. I was like, man, $100 for something that I do every day? Right. That's easy. I'm in. Sign me up. I'm in. I'm full. I, I'm done. Job, what you so, mean, a job? So you got bit by the bug. <laughs> uh-huh. You you uh, began doing comedy and you know you we travel to you know our circuit 
you know, mm-hmm. what happened, man? I believe you were in Ohio doing a show. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Columbus, Ohio, 2000. It was 2010 uh, during a blizzard. The wow. promoter put me in a, in a motel, first of all. So Yo, you, had a, you, had a door, you had a door. Mm-hmm. You had a door that was outside, or people outside right. could knock on your door. Okay. Right. When you open the door, you're in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> it was a Super 8 motel. It was a blizzard. Uh, the phone lines was down. The videos wasn't working. Okay. I was in a motel, did a show, uh, make a long story show, ripped hard. First of all, I was in the motel all week, first of all, from Wednesday. Okay. I was supposed to be in there from Wednesday to Sunday. But by the time, before Sunday, I got shot on a Saturday. I got shot before payday on a Saturday. Oh, wow. And I don't know why. I don't know if I got shot because I was there the whole week and people have been watching me. You know, when comedians at a hotel, go. We, yeah. we come and go, paying bills, get something to eat. And, uh, and I think it was in kind of like a suburban trap. There's some hustlers in the hotel, too. I don't know if they was watching me the whole time or what. But anyway, after a show ripping or whatever, uh, me and my girl go to the hotel. We loud, having fun, music playing. Some cats knock at the door. I tell her to open the door, and she opens it unconsciously, thinking that it was the hotel people telling us to be quiet. Instead of hotel people coming in, two guys came in, unmasked. Tall guy had a a 9mm, second little short guy came behind him with a 380. I look up, you know, I'm thinking it's a joke. You know, I look up, they didn't say, get down, give me your money or nothing. And I immediately rushed him. I rushed the big dude, took the big dude, pushed him into the light, the light skin dude, the second dude coming in. We fall out in the snow. And uh, you know how it's, it was like it was like six inches of snow. You know how snow be up against a car? Yeah. You know, a pile of snow. I fall in a pile of snow, and they keep shooting. So me being a great actor I am, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought, ow, ow, feel like I'm getting hit. Ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ooh. Uh, and he was missing it. <laughs> hey, I was feeling like I was dead. But I got when I got shot though, I got shot. The bullets hit me in the room though, and the bullets went through. They didn't hit no order. Oh, okay. Thank thank God I got it. Like me and you both, I got a fat so, stomach, and the bullets went so through. So how fat. how many times did you actually get shot? I got shot all together five times. Wow. No organs hit. And that's because. Uh, I, you know, I wanted to stay in wrestling. I had to throw that in. So uh, I kept, I kept, put, I had both dudes in each hand, and I kept swinging them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they couldn't get a good aim, and I got shot five times. And they emptied the clip when I was in the snow, thinking they was hitting it. Right. So, so now, did you have the presence of mind to say like, out? I mean, did you? Is that something you thought about mm-hmm. while it was happening, I, I or had just my defense system came up, man? My I okay. just got def- I, I didn't say nothing because they didn't say nothing. I panicked. Yeah, yeah. They didn't say get down or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, people always say what they're going to do. You know what you're going to do when that, when it actually happened. And you and you saved the young lady's life because she could have easily got shot too. Man, she could easily. She she jumped immediately behind the door was panicking. You know how women, I mean, excuse me, ladies, but she was panicking. I mean, loud panicking. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Ah! Stop! Not T-Ray. T-Ray, whatever happened, man, have these guys ever been brought to justice or? or Never got caught. Really? Really. Cameras was broke. It was a blizzard. Remember, it was a blizzard. The phone phone lines didn't even work. Never got caught. 
Now, mm-hmm. now you and I have talked offline before, mm-hmm. and you tell me if you want to go here or not. I'm with you everywhere. Let's go. But you, you, you always felt like you were set up some kind of way. I thought, you know, then I had to think about it, you know, thought that maybe the promoter set me up because that has happened in the comedy game. Right. The promoter set you up and uh, have you, you know, set you up with a girl or something and then come have somebody to rob you and get the money back yeah. that they paid yeah. you. So any comedians out there, if you have a, take a girl to the hotel or whatever, you go in last. Mm. <laughs> wow. So she might pop the door. You know, a lot of comedians now when we get out there, we Or don't let her in your room. Yeah. Or don't let her in your room. Or don't let her in your room. Yeah, if you have to, yeah, don't. Or don't let her in the room. No. Now, as you as you re, as you go back uh, through this, that day in your mind, is there anything you would have done different? I'm like the Sammy Davis Jr. of comedy. So they thinking with all that jewelry on that I had money. You know what I'm saying? I had mm. the, the big rapper bracelet on, the diamond bracelet, the diamond uh, necklace. And they thinking that, you know, you know, people see you on stage, you, you know, you're portraying an image on stage. Yeah. You look like I had money. And, you know, that's jewelry I got out the kiosk at the middle of the mall. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Where you get it from? The kiosk out the middle of the mall. Y'all know that kiosk in the middle of the mall? Or I had on J.J. Beauty Supply Store earrings, you know, Fellow, you know the little diamond earrings we be wearing. That right, came out the right, 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 right. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> I tell you what, T-Ray, T-Ray, hang on the line. We're going to come okay. back. We're going to talk about talk about what happened and talk about what's coming next. Um, okay. It's Roddy Perry. You're tuning in to Roddy Perry Live. We're talking to Mr. T-Ray Sanders. Yeah. You know what, fellas? You know, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, I live in Atlanta, man, and everything. And, you know, uh, it seems like to me it's a, more and more cats are becoming faggots. What the fuck is going on? Good as pussy is. But look here, these are all jokes. I love everybody. I do this all around the world. These are all jokes. And a lot of guys, gay guys get mad when I tell gay guys, like, look, nigga, this, these are jokes. How can you take a dick but can't take a joke? <laughs> you feel me? Now, which, now which one is harder? You got me. These are jokes, nigga. Loosen the fuck up. I'm happy. Fellas, if you love pussy, fellas, can let the dog go boo boo. Just two niggas out this whole cat. Fellas, if you love pussy, can let the dog go. Just four cats. Ladies, if you love dick, can you let the cats go meow? Ladies, can you let the cats go meow? is delicious. You need to go home and fuck yourself to know what I'm talking about. Pussy is good. It's marvelous. It's motivational. It's exciting. Sparkling. Makes my day. Pussy made me win the state championship in high school. I don't understand this shit, but that's who you are. That's the way you are. That's, that's be who you are. Be all you can be. That's your lifestyle. But fellas, there are certain ways to tell if one of your boys that you grew up with is on his way to becoming gay. Fellas, if y'all see two men lick off the same ice cream cone, 
they on their way. You don't sell no ice cream cone or no straw or a bowl of cereal. Fellas, if your boy get out the tub and wrap the towel around his chest, with his dick and balls under the towel. <laughs> dick and balls don't belong under the towel, nigga. Get out like the tub and balls swing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, got his navel showing his shit under the towel. <laughs> That's funny. That's crazy. If y'all see two NBA players or two NFL players smack another man on the ass more than three times in the game, and the nigga ain't scored yet, you on your way. He ain't scored no three-pointers. He getting water. You smacking him on the ass. Good job. Hey y'all, stay right there. We come back more Rodney Perry Live. Fourth down, coach. What do we do? I'll tell you what we do. I want you to go on the field. Look for anyone with an O. Let's kill them. With kindness. Jimmy, I want you to make balloon animals. Tyler, make little tea cozy. Something fun. Are you okay? <laughs> we will win this for Mother Russia. Coach, you just Snickers. Why is that you? You get a little loopy when you're hungry. Better. Better. You're not you when you're hungry. Snickers satisfies. Hey, y'all, it's Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. We are back with Mr. T. Ray Sanders, man. This guy went through a harrowing, harrowing ordeal, shot five times while on the road. But you know what's the most remarkable thing, as I see it, is you walked away from that. You continue to do comedy. You continue to build a brand. Talk to us about what's going on with you now, man. Man, uh, we know I still live on the road. Uh, I don't have a house or apartment, man. I live in uh, hotels and suites for real. Uh, um, I'm about to head to uh, Vegas March 22nd mm. for the uh, Red Fox competition. Oh, nice. At the at the Riviera Hotel, uh, March 22nd. Also, I got the... Uh, I, uh, oh, I'm a noob also, Cap Alpha Psi, about to perform at all of our uh, provincial meetings around the country. Oh, nice. Good stuff. Yeah. So, And I'm out here auditioning uh, for different you know, movies and, or whatnot and being an extra. Yeah, you, you get your act on. Get my act on, bro. Hey, yeah, man, you, you, did a, you did a phenomenal job on, on Off the Chain. Uh, okay. A lot of great, great comments, great feedback. Um, Thank you, man. Can't thank you enough for coming on the show, on that show, and on this one. T-Ray, I'm a fan, man. I'm glad we finally was able to connect the dots. Um, Let's do this. Let's go back over your social media, man. Uh, Mr. T-Ray Sanders on Twitter. You guys make sure y'all hit him up and go to his Facebook page. It's comedian T.Ray, I mean T.Sanders. What do you want people to learn from your journey, man? Man, I wanted to learn from my journey, man. Uh, first of all, man, without God, I still I wouldn't be here, bro. You know, I got shot five times. That didn't that didn't hold me back. 
Mm-hmm. With that being said, I, I shouldn't have to say no more. No more. I got shot five times and still uh, living my dream. I'm not pursuing my dream. Yeah. I'm living my dream. And a lot wow. of people tell me, man, when you going to make it? I'm like, when you going to make it? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You know, I'm living my, you know, you know and, and entertainment, I ain't going to hold it, but with, with comedians, you know, people look at the movies and all that. That's good. That's, that's extra. But I'm able to pay bills with what I love to do. You know what? You know what, team. I think I think what you just said is so powerful because mm-hmm. when you look at at our journeys or our mm-hmm. as comedians, and I said this at the top of the show, we're kind of the stepchildren of entertainers. You know, they they don't invite us to the BET Awards. They don't invite us to you know do the red carpet at you know on the NAACP honors. There's not an award for best comic of the year. You know, that's performing in the comedy club. So. You know, we have to, you know, act and do those other things. But, you know, mm-hmm. our job is so important because mm-hmm. just like you went through your ordeal, people go through stuff every day. And every so day. when people are going through that, what do they use to get make them kind of walk away or depart from that? And that's comedy. So, man, I thank you on behalf of myself and as as an audience member that had a chance to watch you, man, I it's just a pleasure to watch, man. So keep grinding and keep taking it to the top, to the top, man. Anything you want, anything you want people to know that I didn't cover? No, you covered there pretty much everything, man. I just wanted to thank you right back, bro, and keep on, keep pushing, man. Keep working, keep enjoying ourselves. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay hey, making the world laugh. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? There we go. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey uh, that's my man. His name is T. Ray Sanders. Do yourself a favor. Be a part of his comedy world. I say this all the time. People, when they see something they don't like, they tell 100 people about it. And when they see something they do like, they don't tell anybody. Don't Don't keep us a secret. Don't keep us a secret. Tell somebody about T. Ray Sanders. Tell somebody about Rodney Perry. Tell somebody about O.D. O'Dell. Tell somebody about uh, uh, J.B. Smooth. Okay? All right, y'all. That's our show for today. You've been incredible. My name is Rodney Perry. Keep on going. And when you feel like quitting... Go a little further. Be good. Right on. Right on. Thanks, T. Thanks, man. My man.